In our last episode, we highlighted the reality that most people first encounter the story of the birth of Christ during the Christmas season or on Christmas Day. Unfortunately, this view is usually a mixture of fact and fiction, with a lot of traditions that do not have their roots in the Bible. Some of the discoveries we made were things like the word Christmas does not originate from the Bible. Jesus was not born on the 25th of December. Most Christmas traditions have pagan origins. If you have not watched our last episode, please do so because we have covered much more there. We also said that if you dilute the birth of Jesus with the traditions of men, you make it less meaningful and therefore you will not benefit from the principles and realities therein. Today, we continue to uncover more myths associated with Christmas as we journey towards the real implication of the birth of Christ. We want to go at some of the what we call the traditions. The traditions of Christmas. These are the ones we, we protect. Yes. Sometimes you don't even know what they mean or where they came from. Like, for example, if you talk of the 12 days of Christmas, yes. uh, you're like, okay, what nice are those? Song. Yeah, here we are in Africa. We're talking yes. about 12 days of Christmas. What does that mean? So for most of us, by then, the African continent has no meaning. Yes. But in many countries, it's a big deal. Mm. And they have even activities for the 12 for days each day. But where did you get the 12 days? 25th December to 6th. 6th January. Not the Bible. All right. So there are 12 days of Christmas. There are not 12 days of the birth of Jesus. <laughs> Let's so now start Christmas separating. As, um, as an uh, event. An as event. A as a festival, festivities. Yes. Let's give it its due. And like we said, because of the amalgamation, <laughs> all right? Yeah. Christmas has room to add. Can come up with something. To come up with all sorts of things. In other words, as we go through, we'll see that many things that were in people's cultures. Yes. When they joined the Christmas bandwagon, bring you as they brought theirs yeah. and added it. So, so the list is still growing, by the when way. When you talk about, you remember when Paul was talking about the unknown God? Yes. The, he was in a place where there were more gods than people. Yes. Meaning, if you come up with a God, bring him, add him here, we are exactly. okay. That's, we don't have a problem with that. That's the yes. same thing here. Because now, tell us about the word Christmas. <laughs> the word Christmas. Because you're talking about mixture. Yes. Coming, coming up with many things from many places and causing this one thing that now Christians, remember yes. we are talking about Christians, yes. not Muslims, yes. not Hindus, not atheists. These are Christian uh, mess. Yes. Let me call it that. These are Christian mess. Muslims will be looking at you and wondering, what are you saying? Let, it doesn't affect us. Let me say at this very point yeah? that Christmas has now become a tradition of Christians. Hmm. Not of the Bible. All right. Of Christians. Christians have a tradition. Okay. Called Just Christians. like every culture has a tradition. Yes. And like every tradition, it can make of no effect. The word of God. So when you say the word Christmas, because this is another word and you look at it, how we come from Christmas to yes. Xmas to... Oh, All right. Let's talk about like that word. Like we said earlier, yes. Christmas basically comes from two words combined by Constantine. Yes. The mass of Christ. Like we have the mass of of uh, invictus or the mass of mm. whatever so this is the mass of christ all right all right is the mass of christ mm -hmm. now let originally they would call it the mass of christ later they shortened it to christmas okay christ dash mass mm -hmm. christmas then christmas remove one s it's been evolving and it even got to xmas now this is the funny part yes <laughs> the funny part is this there are christians mm. who are offended when you say xmas instead of Christmas. Christmas. They say you're removing Christ from the, from from the, the word Christmas. 
First of all, who put him there? He's not supposed to be. <laughs> to begin with, he doesn't so wait, belong there. So I'm getting offended that you're writing for me, Merry Xmas. Or Happy and Holidays. You've, and you've removed Christ. You're not saying Christmas anymore because you're Yet removing Christ. Yet Christ is the... Was wait, 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 wait. He's the reason for, for the, the season. season. You know those are things we picked up. You know up. what? He was never meant to be. He's the reason for the season. <laughs> If you need someone to be the reason for the season. It's called Constantine. <laughs> so, we here as Christians already have, okay, without history, without understanding, maybe yeah. we are ignorant. Yes. We've always thought Christmas is our tradition. It's yeah. our holiday, guys. So, the people who benefit the most mm -hmm. from Christmas are not Christians. Oh, please, talk about that. Christians <laughs> are the market mm, for, for Christmas. Christmas. Wait. So when we talk about the decorations, <laughs> we talk about all these beautiful things that make yes. the whole place look beautiful. Yes. Christians don't benefit from it. And by the way... Somebody somewhere sat and said, yes. this holiday of yours, yes. let me manufacture for you yep. everything you need. So somebody somewhere is making money on your holiday. And please understand, we enjoy the holiday. Please understand. We do. We have no problem with a Christmas tree. You can put up one for fun. We we'll enjoy talk it. about it. We'll talk about yes. it. But let me say something. Yeah. Christmas, the Xmas in Christmas mm. is not the removal of Christ. Okay. It is derived from the Greek. In the Greek, X is the first letter of Christ's name. Christos. X-R-I-S-T-O-S. Christos. Okay. So when they say Xmas, they have not removed Christ. Mm. They've just put the Greek version in. <laughs> X-R-I-S-T-O-S. Yes. So when I come and say X-Mas, I'm still saying Christmas, yes. only that I'm using the Greek. The Greek alphabet. Oh, please. Nothing has changed. <laughs> All right. So Christmas is just a term. We've told you where it was coined from. So that it has Xmas or not. I hear all sorts of things. There's a major channel in the US, I will not mention it, that actually did a whole series on the attack on Christmas. Hmm. They're removing Christ. And they're removing Christ and now they're saying happy holidays. They're saying Xmas. They're trying to remove Christ from Christmas. They're doing you a favor. Now we are simply saying, if you're of the kingdom of God, let Christmas have no effect the same way Diwali has no effect on you. Ramadan has no effect on you. You can enjoy Eat. them. I have mean, we, fun. we are told it's, it's we a celebrity. holidays. Yes. We go out, we have, have lunch and something, but yes. we are not carried with the events and the rituals yes. of Diwali because they have no meaning in our lives. Now we are simply saying, let Christmas have no effect. But you know what? Enjoy the holiday. There you go. Travel. Go for lunch with your family. Meet your siblings. Do whatever. But don't let Christmas be the reason you're meeting your siblings. After that, the whole year you tell them, by the way, I'll see yes. you next year Christmas. Exactly. You know? And don't go bashing Christmas. Hmm. Don't use this message as an attack. Yes. We are extracting truth from a lie. We are not attacking anything. Hmm. Hmm. Those who want to celebrate Christmas as the birth of Christ, if it brings them closer to Christ, let them be. Hmm, that's powerful. If it brings them closer. Yeah, let them be. Don't start let being me, the person who attacks. Here, let me ask you here. When you talk of Christmas, there's one yes. thing that comes with Christmas. Giving gifts to the less yes. privileged. Absolutely. And there's somebody who will tell you the homes. Of course, they know Christmas. People will come. Strangers yes. will bring them this. Yes. Go ahead and do it. Do it. And in Is fact, that wrong? In fact <laughs> yeah. go beyond Christmas. Mm. Start at Christmas and go beyond. Because what we do as, Christi as Christians... Is the wrong way around, where we only visit the homes in December. Yep. Then we leave them and survive it. until That's the it. next December. And now that you've talked of gifts, yeah. you talked of clothes, mm -hmm. you've talked of shoes, yes. we have to introduce another person. Of All course. right. 
another interesting individual okay who is part of christmas who most people have no clue where he came from please tell us and now he came he's called father christmas he has many names father christmas mm -hmm. also known as santa claus okay so where did father christmas slash santa claus come from like i said we take things we upgrade them yes we include them mm. now during the middle ages an interesting guy called Nicholas, the Bishop of Myra. Mm -hmm. Nicholas, the Bishop of Myra. Nicholas was famous in Turkey for giving to the poor. Mm. He was famous for helping. There was a culture there that, that um, young girls would be married off, but their fathers had to pay down. Mm -hmm. So Nicholas, stories are told of how he would climb on roofs and drop gold coins. Mm. That's why Santa Claus comes down the chimney. Yes. Drop down coins through the chimney so that they could be able to pay off the wedding. Mm. So that they don't end up selling off their daughters. Yeah. He was saving lives. He was known to give gifts to children and delight putting them in socks. Mm. And now you know where it comes. <laughs> he would ride on a donkey. Yes, he would ride on a donkey, yeah. put it in socks mm. and deliver. And he would do it secretly. So nobody knew who did it. Wow. But there are people who knew, of course, yes. who he was. Yeah. So that's where it starts. Mm -hmm. That's the background. So his name shifted from, when uh, he died, he was made a saint in yes. the Catholic Church. Yeah. So he was not a saint. Nicholas, the bishop of gifts, or of giving, who loves children. He <laughs> always, always giving gifts to children. Notice the history. True 21st story. century, he's become... Fast forward. It's for the Christmas, <laughs> he comes to the roof and brings people gifts and puts them in 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 in, in uh, stockings okay now Socks, yes how did he become red guys this is fun part remember we said this series eh? it's 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 not one of those uh theology yes. where theological teachings where you have to come and sit and say i'm taking notes some yes. of them you just sit and say wait stop you mean yes. this was nicholas okay yeah. fine now yes. that he's red and white yes where are the colors actually from? there's a cartoonist called thomas nast okay in 1860 yeah who was the first person to draw santa claus or saint nicholas <laughs> in the fashion we know him now yes red black belt boots hat mm -hmm. and beards, so on yes. beards and so on yes suddenly santa claus was upgraded mm. he was given because he has to travel so far to give gifts. to take gifts to children he needs transport all right so his initial transport during winter because <laughs> christmas is in winter yes. remember december mm -hmm. 25th mm -hmm. is the middle of winter yes he needs a warm outfit yes he needs boots and because nobody else is working he needs a sleigh pulled by Deer. Mm -hmm. So even the deers, we've given them names, Randolph, the red-nosed deer. <laughs> we've become very creative as we go along. All right. But because it travels across the world, this sleigh had to fly. Mm. So now, authors began to write stories, fictional stories about Santa Claus. Different authors go look up the stories. Mm -hmm. And those stories became part of our current narratives of who he is. Mm. But the place that his image hit worldwide, was in 1020. In 1020, Coca-Cola were rebranding. Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. <laughs> they are part of this story. Yes. <laughs> okay. And it just so worked out yes. that the cartoonist had given Santa Claus, Saint Nicholas, Father Christmas, the colors of Coca-Cola. Red. 
and white. And white. So Coca-Cola used Santa to market Coke. And how they did it, they showed Santa working very hard, dropping gifts and needed a Coke. Hmm. You know those adverts where you look at Coke and you're like, dear Lord, I'm fasting, I'm dieting, whatever yes. it is, but I need a Coke. And they had this jolly, <laughs> happy Santa. Yes. yes. Actually, they said it was such a powerful... Um, advertising campaign mm. that children began leaving coke outside the door mm. for Santa. Oh, he needs to come and have Yes, he's, he's working tired. so hard when he's, he's delivering this gifts. This must have been the greatest brand partnership yes. of, of all, all time. time. <laughs> not only is it the greatest, yeah. it is reinvented mm. every... And notice something. Yes. This Santa is always happy. Yes. I mean, Santa, you can, he can only match Buddha. Do you know Buddha is always happy? <laughs> Two happy people. Two happy people. The loving Buddha. If you look at yes. uh, Santa, yes. he actually makes you feel like, listen, I want yep. a Coca-Cola. Yes. You know? And you know the joke? Santa drinks a cold Coke mm -hmm. in the snow. But who cares? Who cares, my friend? Right, I need one cold one. <laughs> <laughs> I need a cold Coke. You know, when you see those adverts, you feel because like, yes. Because he's jolly. He's happy. Yes. He's part of the merrymaking. Well... I should, I, I, I should have known who is the marketing manager of that <laughs> so that you also remember him, that guy. That was a brilliant that idea. Brilliant. It that is one of the things that now made Coca-Cola one of the most powerful marketing companies in the world. Mm. And Coca-Cola has become the festive brand of all time. Mm. What about Christmas carols? Because here no. we are now, we have Santa Claus, of course, now we know this guy, we love him because ah. he, he, he gives gifts. Yes. Yeah. Now, this is the big joke. Remove Christmas carols. Okay. Let's use the word carols. Alright. Because we already have the in our mind what? Christmas. Actually carols were first sung in Europe thousands of years ago, but they were not Christmas carols. They were just songs that were sung about winter, mm. summer. In fact, they were very famous in that window of the winter ending yes. and the sun rising. There were many songs that were composed for that. Mm, that famous moment when the sun was being born. Exactly. So in the same way <laughs> yeah. that we borrowed the bath, we now borrow the tunes. Now let me ask you before you go on with your carols, yeah? <laughs> you say these are thousands of years ago. Yes. They used to sing these carols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yes. Can you imagine those guys who used to sing thousands of years ago, if they rose today and found us singing the same, they'll be like, okay, guys, are you not creative? <laughs> For your generation, come up with something else. I mean, do something yes, different. Yes. Because if you notice, the songs we've sung, especially what we call now Christmas carols, yes. I mean, these things have been sung over and over. We don't get something new. Yes. Now, what is no interesting, creativity, but, yeah. while, but the strange thing, mm -hmm. these things are so powerful, they've lasted four, five hundred years. We yes. still sing them with the same tunes. Yes. But why? Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. A carol actually means a dance or a song of praise and joy. Of good tidings. Okay. Good nice. tidings of comfort and joy. That was the principle. Why? The sun is about to rise. We're going back to good life. Mm. So Winter you're separating carols here yes. with Christmas. Now there's what you call the Christmas carols. Yes. These are written for this season. This was for Every seasons. season had, it, had, had, had its, its own, own carols. carols. Okay. And they held hands, they sang and they were happy. <laughs> and so the carol specifically was more powerful because it was the end of winter. In fact, the strongest carols that remained, there were carols every season. Yes. The rest died out. Okay. The ones that remained were the ones that were for the winter to going into the sunrise. Mm. So they became so powerful that later they were now pulled in. 
into Christmas. Yes. <laughs> the famous Christmas. So the, the, the Christmas ones are the ones that survived. In fact, the first group of people that actually were known to sing them for Christmas, strangely, were actually priests. Mm. The priests under what is called the Franciscan priests, under St. Francis of Assisi. I think now, you know sometimes, eh? <laughs> if you find my husband at home, he'll be watching all sorts of things and I'm like, okay, why do you have to watch this thing that tells you about the history of the Catholic Church? <laughs> and then he'll be telling you, Francis of, As uh, of, As of Assisi, you'll be watching his yes. story and all that. Yes, yes. And I'm like, okay, why do you watch all this? But when you're talking, he has all these things of picking from this person and this person and saying, listen, you know this, you remember... And I'm like, wow, it makes sense. Yes. And I, of course, I've started enjoying history yes. channels and yes. all. Like now, like now, I'm making her watch um, a, a, a documentary series on a, a, what I would term a rogue archaeologist yes. who's beginning to require that early civilizations were probably much more intelligent than we claim they are. And right now, he's navigating what can only be called the flood of Noah. Hmm. So and I enjoy such things. I think for you, when I find all this, yeah, in yes. a conversation like this, is where I appreciate those research and reading those kind yes. of books. Yes. Because when you pick up all these things, you're like, imagine if Christians understood <laughs> where something came from. But do you realize, going back to the history, yes. is not fun. I'll prefer you go do it and summarize for me. Just come <laughs> because, and tell me about for me, guy. For me, not only is it fun, yeah. not only is it easy, yeah. but... God has graced me to see the dots. So I can see one story here, see another story there, see another one there. When I combine them, I see the picture, I come back to scripture, yes. clarity comes. That's the way I'm designed. That's how all of us are designed different. I've learned how to say, you know, yes. in, the 12, uh, in the 1240, you're like, why are you talking about those years in the 1640s? You're like, okay, wait. Okay, sometimes I used to tell him, don't tell me. Get when the, the Puritans came to power in England in 1640. <laughs> so just tell me, in this time this happened. Yes. All right? But now I've appreciated when you talk about this happened in this time. Mm. I think it's... Yes. For church, I think this is yes. something you should be saying. I would love this kind of sit-downs sit and talks yes. and yes. conversations. They help you yeah. understand. Now, after some time, in the 14 to 1600s, people now began to use the tunes, but give them Christian words. Okay. That's why the tunes never end. Silent <laughs> night, same tune. Holy does not. And by the way, they are beautiful, nice songs. I love Christmas yeah. songs. I don't believe them. <laughs> but you enjoy I love, it. I enjoy the sound. In fact, sometimes when we sing and harmonize, it's like, that's harmony, yes. It is fun. It is, it is just the same way that you can tell a child a fantasy story. Mm -hmm. And they love it. It yeah. doesn't mean you have to believe it. Yeah. So, listen, we're not those spooky people that say, don't switch that on. There's nothing demonic in it. It is just ignorant. Let's sing for them so that they know we sing the sing <laughs> Silent Night. <laughs> I'm not going down that road. <laughs> no, you're not singing Silent Start. Night. I'm not singing. Start I will record differently. <laughs> I'm not singing. Just sing one line. Once a bug bites. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to sing. Okay. Enjoy the song. Yes. My greatest of all time Christian song is Mary Did You Know. I mm -hmm. love those songs. You never know. I might sing and I might put it up. Maybe. Maybe not. But I'll sing it. Remember this is Christmas. We're this is that fun, season guys. when you're home and you're looking for something to do. That's it. Play That's your it. guitar. And no critique on our singing, by the way. Sing your own. <laughs> and upload it. Sing your own and upload it. Do not yes. critique ours. Okay. So... Now, please understand, strangely, over the years, different people have discovered some of the things we are saying, and I've had all sorts of reactions. 
like the Puritans that you say I like talking about, mm -hmm. in the 1600s, two levels. One, those of them were in charge in England, and mm -hmm. then later, under persecution, they left and went to the US. But you know, they banned Christmas, mm. they banned singing of carols. Listen, 22 years. There was no Christmas. No Christmas, <laughs> no singing, because they said it comes from a mm, pagan background. This thing still happened, but it is said that people went underground and sang the songs in secret. That's why they never disappeared. <laughs> so, so these yeah. guys banned Christmas for 22 yes. years. I think for me, I would not even say like, oh no, people miss Christmas. I'm like, no, there's an economy that disappeared. Exactly. 22 years ago, yeah, but, but, but time it wasn't as big an economy as now. Right Nowadays, now. you can't shut it down. Mm. Actually, the current Christmas songs as we know them, have to be to be attributed to two fellows in England called William Sandys and Davis Gilbert. Okay. They went looking for all these songs, compiled them and redid them and began to do what today we are used to call carol singing. They're the inventors. Mm -hmm. Where people go out in the street on Christmas Eve yes. and sing. And when you sing, they have a little basket, you give them something. I'm sure you've made those kind of things now. Towards Christmas Eve you have all these groups doing Christmas carols. Yes. It became a big thing. Concerts are done, all sorts of things. They're the ones who rebirthed mm. that journey. You call them who? William Sandys? William Sandys and Davis Gilbert. Mm. They really collected them. That's why now we have a collection of songs. Over time, people retuned them, gave them better tunes. Yes. And so on. That's what now we are receiving in our day. And there's someone who will be like, you yes. know what? When you talk about uh, there's uh, Noel, Noel, yes. and you're like, you know what? Sometimes go through those songs, eh? And Read the whole thing and ask yourself, where did, he, where did this what come from? What do you from? mean? Even the song what is Noel? You know. <laughs> Sometimes when you go yeah. through the whole song, you're like, wait a minute, what is this song saying? Yeah. You know? oh, Bows of Holy. Fa -la 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 -la. What are those? <laughs> but they're Christmas songs. Yes. And they are fun to sing. Yeah. And they're enjoyable. So, it was later that they came into church. Mm. The carols were mostly sung in the streets. Sung all over during Christmas. So, it's interesting because a whole economy grew out of that. Mm. And now we know, almost every Christmas Eve, we have a carol oh, yes. service. Oh, yes. Or what you call or you a go, watch night. Or, or you go to wedding. the mall. Yes. Sometimes you go to the mall and There'll listen to the carols. Yes. yes. So now, carol services are creative, they are popular, they've been upgraded, they come to the street, they go to concerts, they are popular. Yes. And many of those songs, guys, are centuries old. And the tunes? The tunes remain <laughs> the same. That's how powerful they are. Wow. That's how powerful they are. So, if you're talking about carols, there are Christmas <laughs> carols now. Let's talk about Christmas tree. The Christmas tree. That no. one which we love decorating. And you buy, of course, the day you're doing your tree yes. is the day, of course, with your children yeah. and you decorate. It is a fun thing. Yes. This is not something you do in private alone and you're. Exactly. You know? And when you've done it, you take a photo. Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> Guys, please, please, please. Leave your Christmas tree alone after we talk. Okay. Don't cut them. All right. Don't stop. <laughs> and next year, have another one. Yes. It's a fun thing. Yes. A Christmas tree, a birthday cake, a wedding dress. Same WhatsApp group. <laughs> Same WhatsApp group, all of them. Because you could be talking of Christmas. Yes. And somebody else, you're telling them, listen, we are coming to the weddings. Yes. The Where white did we get the white gown. dress from? Where did we? All these things. Birthdays. And you're like, Invented. oh, we have a birthday cake. Candles listen. on the cake. Oh, guys. Where did we get all them from? All these things are just fun things. Eh? Where they came from is the is the Yes. So don't make them strongholds. They are fun things. Mm -hmm. And they do not add or take away your spirituality. Yes. Okay. So long before the advent of Christianity, plants and trees that remained green through winter 
had special meaning to okay. all the people who lived in those places. Mm -hmm. This is important. In their mind, any tree that survives winter is a special tree. Mm. It is indomitable because everything dies yes. in winter. So a tree that does not die in winter is a special tree. That's the thing. Yeah. And that's what the fir, the fir tree, the fir tree, depends on what you call it, F-I-R, mm -hmm. is the go-to Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Because it survives winter, it remains green. And because of that, they, it began to get a symbolism. The symbolism yeah. was mm -hmm. that this tree can survive any season. Mm. Therefore, this tree is special. For it to survive, it means it can survive disease, it can survive sickness, it can survive luck, it can survive anything. And it was a tree that was so powerful that it survived until the new season. So because of that, it became a tree of value as a symbol of seasons changing to a new life or your life always being doing well. Mm -hmm. So people began to have, initially before the tree, they would have pieces hung in the house or so on as a sign of good luck. Of the same branches. Yes. Okay. It's a sign that our, the life in this home will do well mm -hmm. and so on. Yes. So that's primarily where it came from. Now, over time, because of that, people began to put things on it. Because if it, if it, if it had been a fruit tree, it would have had fruits throughout. Mm -hmm. It would have had good things throughout. So, in some countries, they even believe that it chased bad luck. It chased evil. Mm. Having it during that winter meant everything works mm. for you. Mm. It could also bring healing. Now, the Christmas tree we know today has to be credited to Germany. It is the Germans. Mm. And so much so the German Christians. You okay. must remember Martin Luther yes. seceded from the Pope. The Pope came from originally Rome. Track the journey. Okay. Christmas is already embedded. He was okay. a Catholic priest. So Germany is where the Christmas tree came from. Mm. Christmas tree became something they began, they were the first to decorate it. Mm. And the first them, to start the trees into, into their homes. Into their homes. They okay. were the first people to do this. And they would do a lot of that during Christmas. Now in 1846, this is now the marketing and branding and appearing of the Christmas tree. Mm. In 1846, the then popular Queen Victoria mm. and her German husband, Prince Albert, not only had brought a Christmas tree, he brought it into the home, but the what is called the London News had a picture, a sketch of the family mm -hmm. around the tree wow. with lights and gifts. That, because they were such a popular couple, suddenly everybody copied them. <laughs> People saw something yes. and decided this is it. People copied them. It okay. became fashionable in Britain. It now moved on around the world. It became normal for people to decorate this reality. I mean, like, um, we talk of the Christmas tree. Now it has arrived in yes. Africa. Of course, here we are. And every other part of the world. Yes. Because everywhere. I mean, you'll always find Christmas being celebrated. Mm -hmm. Now, when you hear these stories, do they make you not uh, uh, feel that, yes, I've been doing this thing, but really, I've never started to think Why? the impact why? The impact. And remember we started by saying, this is where Matthew and Luke, the birth of mm -hmm. Jesus, now separate the birth of Jesus from Christmas. Yes. Now we are talking about Christmas and the events that go with it, the rituals and the activities that go with this Christmas. Yes. And when I listen to this, I'm like, okay, history, 
I would love to go back again and, and look and look at history, yes. understand these things. Yeah. And there are some of them, like now the Christmas tree. I don't see any evil in it. Listen, it is even said it is funny that as, as time evolved, mm -hmm. the Europeans maintained small trees. Yes. But the Americans, their tree must be, <laughs> must touch the ceiling. Yes. And so on. Now that you have the back story, you now know where we borrow the star from. Okay. <laughs> to bring to the tree. <laughs> the tree yes. and the star. Yeah, no, no, nowadays you also, if possible, you bring the animals down there. Yes. The manger. And the gifts, well, yes. It's okay. Do what you do what so you will. Even if you look at the current, the current Christmas tree, yes. it combines the whole story again. It yes. comes and picks up all the stories all the things. and brings them under Put the them tree. Together. Okay. It's okay. But listen, let me let me talk about one or two fun ones. Mm -hmm. Traditions that are more recent. That came up in the eighties. There's something called the ugly Christmas sweater. Okay, yes. Ugly. As yes. in Christmas sweaters are not fashionable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yet, they are so famous. Yes. And they are actually silly. That one is an invention of the Canadians. <laughs> they just started having ugly Christmas sweaters during winter. Yes. And different colors. Yes. And suddenly, these things are popular. It's now a multi-million dollar yeah. business. You know if you're going to have a Christmas sweater, it's not going to be cute. Mm. It's not going to be trendy. Yet. It's big. Yeah. The ugly Christmas sweater. Mm. Another I like what you said yeah. earlier. Yes. That at this point in time now, anyone can bring in their add anything. Just add anything. So the sweaters were added by the Canadians. Add anything. All right. It's all Christmas. Okay. Now there's a famous one. I'm sure everybody has, has seen the candy cane. Yes. It's, it's like a cane and it's candy. Mm -hmm. And the colors of Christmas. What does it have to do with Christmas? <laughs> Tell us. Now the funny <laughs> thing. This thing was just brought by somebody from Germany. Mm. He came with it to America. Looks like the Germans really loved this. They had all these celebrations. Yeah. And it became so nice that somebody decided to make a, a, a cane making machine. <laughs> Invented it. Yeah. Literally in 1950. Candy. Yes. Since mm -hmm. then, for whatever reason, nobody can explain why that candy is part of Christmas. Mm. Why do we have a candy like a cane? But you remember we said no, I can add my own thing. It yes. looks nice. Actually, when you're decorating stuff, it's eh, part of you. you're like, wow, this looks nice. Like you're saying, I don't care where it came from. Somebody yes. else added. So now it's yeah. like, what do we need to add? Yes. And notice how things are coming from different people yes. and becoming global. Exactly. You know? And to talk about additions, one good one was actually off of an, event, an invention. Yeah. Thomas Edison, you know, all know him. Yes. He, he invented the light bulb. Mm -hmm. But he had a partner and a friend called Edward Hibbert Johnson. Edward Hibbert Johnson saw that Christmas was such a big deal. <laughs> Yeah. He came up with his own thing. He created Christmas lights. Hmm. You know the lights yes. on a string? Yeah. Everywhere. And we all love them. Because now a tree without lights. Yes. I mean. And and he did it yeah. for the Christmas tree in New York in mm. 1882. Because now cities have Christmas trees. Yes. So on that one he realized this Christmas tree is it has things, but it's, it's looking boring. Okay, let me so put some light. So he invented the string light. 1882. So the string light was first invented for a Christmas tree hmm. in 1882. Today, we use them for everything. Yes. So at least an inventor took advantage <laughs> of Christmas and added simply meaning. What are we saying? You can add anything to this. Hmm. It is not adding or taking away from Christ. It yes. has no connection about this. So what you are simply saying, separate Christmas rituals, activities, and the many, many traditions of men yes. from the birth of Christ. Absolutely. And again, we said that the birth of Christ is so meaningful. Yes. I mean, we can't do, we have to go always go back and say, wait a minute, why was mm. Christ born? Even the yes. journey to his birth. 
is such a powerful thing. Yes. But what does Christmas, if we mix the two, Christmas just removes the power yes. and leaves us with a shell of an activity. Absolutely. An activity that makes the birth and the life of Christ less meaningful in our lives. And that means we have, it has no impact. Really, no, no meaning. No meaning. It just becomes a moment yes. where we all come and have merry, have we fun. eat, we drink, and we continue until next year. Yes. So this is the first time we are telling people, yes, go back, have your food. Have Enjoy your yourself. But you know what? At no time should you put Christ down. You know that one of Christ down because we're in Christmas? Heaven does not go for Christmas. No. We always must know no. that we keep the conversations of God going. Exactly. Yeah? And so, in the next part, we'll now talk about the true meaning of Christmas. Okay. We'll go into... Why? Why did he come? Why was he born? Mm -hmm. And where did that even start? So even though we are using and the what, word Christmas. Yes. Yeah, we are not even going to go to Christmas. <laughs> There's no Christmas. We are going yeah. to separate it. We are going mm. to talk about, we've been discussing Christmas up to now. Yes. We are going to now go into Christ. Mm. And we are going to talk about the power of his birth that should not be celebrated in December. Mm. That should mm. be lived every single day. That should become day. embedded in us. Yes. That should be a reminder of why he was born. Hmm. What did he come to do? We were not going to, when we talk about that, we're not going to talk about his birth. Okay. We're going to talk about the reason hmm. for his birth hmm. and what the meaning of that birth is to us. Well, so the date will be relevant. Yes. But the issues around it hmm. will be crucial. Now you know what we are saying, that yes, you have time. This, this of course, uh, starting from this Sunday, we are saying that all the way to the 25th, Yes. Of uh, December, yep. we'll be talking about the myth of Christmas. Absolutely. And we'll be talking about the power of the birth of Jesus. We'll yes. be talking about something that will give you a reason to say, listen, I'm celebrating this different. Yes. This is the first time I'm saying, my gaze is on Christ. Yes. These activities that obscure this birth or this king. Yes. This is not where I'm going to check. True. This is not where my eye my, my, my going should be. In yes. To extract yes. Christ from yeah. Christmas. Mm. Yeah. And I'll continue to enjoy Christmas. Yes. But I'm not going to associate it with Christ. So I hope none of you thought we came here to tell you that what you're doing is wrong. We are simply nah. telling you it is just um, less impactful. Less impactful. And after this conversation, yes. we go back and say, listen, if we say that we're giving gifts over this season because of Christ, then we must know that our gifts must cross over to the new year. Exactly. <laughs> must go way beyond the idea yes. of during Christmas. Yes. We do not only have goodwill at Christmas time. It's not the only time that we, we revere and remember Christ. Mm. No. Christ is birthed in us every day. Mm. The reality is part of our journey every day. Christmas is when people have an idea that an event like this happened. Yeah. But the event that they are talking about, so you can bring clarity to it. So when we tell people happy holidays, remember we are simply saying, we are just trying to be a bit more royal. Sweet. <laughs>
and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.